All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, Treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Oh, ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. 
All right, the fine prince out of the way. It's time to roll. We've uh, we've got quite the feisty crowd tonight. <laughs> good to see. Good to see everybody drop it in. Obviously, uh, we've got them. I believe we've got them over on uh, the Beyond Sight and Sound page, the Detect America group, and obviously YouTube. I'm watching the uh, YouTube side here on my end. I think Chuck's watching the. Uh, the whole feed, everything that's going yep. on. Yep. And good grief, it's about all I can do. Just keep track of the YouTube site. It, it's moving like a ticker tape. Uh, which I guess, and and that's one. I I suppose I should mention that. That's one reason why I, I stick to the YouTube side is I have to kind of mouse over to see comments. And I can do that in YouTube, but if I try to go through the side that Chuck's keeping an eye on, when I mouse over a comment to see what was said, the comment fades on me. So it doesn't, uh, doesn't work so hot for me on my end with that aspect of it. But uh, Chuck can see it. That's the important part. The the mods are in the YouTube side, so that's that's awesome. I see. Um, hmm. Down east, detecting and prospecting in the house on YouTube. That's. Cool. No, that's hey, that could be a new one. I should say Tom. Sure. Yeah, Tom Shuckler in here too. Tom Kingery. Jason, how you doing, yeah. buddy? All the bells. Yeah. Dennis, the Bartners, they're in. Yeah. Mike Lacomet. Yeah. Metal detecting Central Illinois. Jason and the Bills, and there's the Dirt Pirate in. Yeah, they're 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 coming in. They're coming in. And that's that's another interesting thing. Like we were talking earlier today, the trending that I'm seeing is that people do, they, they do like audio podcasts, audio podcasts do have its place, but it seems like people are really digging these live streams. Thanks, Chris. Whether they're, whether they're coming in from Facebook, YouTube, wherever. Uh, and that's great to see. It's, uh, that's, that's what they wanted. They wanted a live show again. They wanted an interactive live chat and that's what we've been able to provide for them. And they're definitely getting a kick out of it. And we certainly like to see all the activity on the YouTube side, the, the likes that people are giving out and the comments that they're giving out, which reminds me the, the contest for the Copper Meg giveaway still runs for just a couple more days yet. And you can get entered into that by going back to the live stream that was 117.24. Click on the live where it shows you the live streams that have been done. Find that 117.24 and leave the comment of the I want the Copper Meg. And you still have a chance to get yourself in the running. I thought everybody was pretty well done with getting entered, but we did have another entry today. Ah. So, 
apparently people like the Copper Meg. And as we were talking earlier, people are going to want to stay tuned because we, uh, right before we went live, we were discussing a kind of pop-up giveaway, so to speak, that we'll just have to wait and see if if we can make that happen. So people are going to want to stay tuned about that because you're going to find out about that in this live stream yes which i i like the idea it it'll be interesting it's it's definitely worth a shot we're expanding a little bit boy we got a full house so yeah i jason it was great i mean i see how it I see how it moves on the YouTube side and I've seen how it moves on the side that you're watching. And I don't know how you can even follow that. Good grief. (laughs) Down East. He started posting up numbers already. Did I win? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that obviously that's one of them from the, uh, from the Spreaker crowd from back when we were on Spreaker. Yeah, yeah. If they're throwing numbers out like that, I I wonder. Down east prospecting. I wonder if that's not Bob. Could be. Who knows? Either way, well, we're glad to have him aboard. What we're looking for is a adventurous person, and we'll get in what's going on there in a little while. So. They gotta, yep. they gotta stand up and uh, talk to us. How's that, Josh? Right, right. Yeah. That's that is a uh, very eloquent way of putting. We're looking for a guinea pig. <laughs> Best thing I can come <laughs> up with, brother. Well, and that's why I said before, I believe with our first live stream, that that's why you're the man on camera. You're the more charismatic one. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I try to clean up or keep it clean or both. So that's what we got to do, you know. And right. uh, yeah, family friendly. Boy, back here, pulled one off in New Hampshire. So. I decided to put his sign up that I got from him in Iowa. We uh, did some go lives on that, and people were commenting they liked them. So that's good. Hey, there was a nice crowd there for that go live, too. Yeah, that place was packed, and they turned away. They estimated 4,000 people that couldn't make it in the door. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. They were lined up. Four wide for a mile. I'm I'm serious. Well, that's that's good to know. I mean, that shows right there that uh, the American people still know that they have a voice and still want to utilize their voice and make their voice heard. That's right. I mean, whole system. Let's protect it. Let's go for it. Get out there and vote. So, right. Because that, I mean, 
Our Constitution was put in place historically as a system of checks and balances. So and- for people that do vote, it I mean, sure, everybody has their opinion and and my opinion may differ from yours or Chuck's opinion may differ from yours or mine or or sure. who knows. But you should still at least utilize your voice and make your voice heard. Because there's far too many people that don't, and then they complain about the outcome. Yep. If they don't vote, I don't think they complain. Right. Although I have, I mean, this is an important year. It is an election year. And I have already seen the memes going around of, I saw the post office truck in the cemetery. They must be delivering ballots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Not even ten minutes in, and I went there. Shame on me. Ah, uh, and I see Ohio Relic Hunter does say yes. You are correct. Downey's prospecting is Bob. Uh, Bob. He he used to pop in from time to time over on the Spreaker chat. Uh, back when we were on Spreaker, he, um, it was hard for him to catch the live shows a lot of times because he is a prospector at heart, but he does do metal detecting as well. And as surprising as it may seem, yes, we do occasionally talk metal detecting. (laughs) Yep. It's like. A hockey game once in a while, and they'll 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 play hockey instead of fighting. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's the way it. Okay, Lewis. Lewis says he got his Trump ball cap here in Canada, but it doesn't quite have the same effect. <laughs> hey, I I guess Lewis is just saying I'm with you in spirit. There you go. So, I mean, and, and that's yeah. great. And Ian asked me if I saw that fire truck spinning. That was in St. Louis area. And we've had a lot of ice from St. Louis up through here at different times. And uh, we've been out on some runs and it's slow go. I mean, you got to be careful, but now it's warm. It's staying like 33, 34 degrees at night and things are. But we're still getting road ice, black ice you can't see because the ground's cold. So that had to be one heck of a ride. I can't imagine spinning in that in that ladder truck down the street and that not directly hitting that house was amazing. Yeah, that uh I mean when when you're in well perceivably uh under the impression that you're in control of a vehicle that size, that is not something that you want to feel getting squirrely on you. That size of truck is in the 50, 55,000 plus pound range. And yeah. that's a lot of momentum. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about your neighbor's Yugo or something. <laughs> Those things take a little bit to stop. And Lewis, I agree with you. Yep. He could probably come here and vote too if he wanted to. Just declare himself on the opposite side. Hey, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it this time and then I'll try to stay away from it. But 
uh, if if we can if we can get people's pets to vote, why not? I'm I'm all for it. Come on down and cast a ballot, Lewis. <laughs> there you go. So, but is everybody staying safe? I hope you've all had a good safe week. Yeah, and Al, you're right about the fog. It was so thick last night. We were down to about 150 feet visibility with the lights on going. We were on a run and very oh slowly getting there. I was a mad, but, um, you know, it's, it's dicey weather for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other night we had them drop tones for a, uh, <laughs> it was a semi truck equipment place that it it wound up they had dropped tones saying that somebody had seen they had smelled plastic burning and the garage door was glowing red at that point and that turned into a four alarm fire and they had to get traffic control out because obviously as you know when you're fighting a fire like that in weather conditions like it was the other night yeah. Now you've got to deal with water on the road. It's turning into ice. Things are getting slick. People are sliding all over. It's it's just a mess. They're having fun. Al brought up it in Chicago. The Chicago way is you vote 10 times. So they're having fun with that. So that's cool. That's but, That's the important part. A couple shows back, I was talking about some things I found, and they said, well, you ought to do a show and tell. Well, we're going to do that show and tell, but we're going to have you do it. We want people to hop on with us, talk about their detecting experiences, what they found, what they haven't found, what what's your, what your bucket listers. Uh, give us a synopsis of how you got into detecting, how you got using, whether it's not Nakadeus, Mind Lab, Garrett, uh, whatever it may be, and what your best finds are or your best hunting experience. I mean, sometimes uh, it's not necessarily a coin. It can be jewelry. It can be a token. It can be things that pop up uh, have always floored me, uh, relics, uh, War of 1812 buttons all the way on up. Revolutionary War stuff. I found a few pieces of Revolutionary War uh, things out in eastern Pennsylvania, right near Jersey, not far from Germantown, where the Battle of Germantown was at, where actually at that time, George Washington had his main headquarters. We had the great opportunity of going out there a few years ago and hunting that, and I found a regimental hat piece, and they weren't like the ones by weight and size from the Civil War. These things are three inch tall on those big stovepipe style hats, and it's it's nine. Ninth Regiment U.S. was there, and I found one of those hat pieces, and they were silver, but it was silver like plate, and you can still see the silver down in it, but I haven't done a thing to it. I didn't attempt to clean it. Uh, it's kind of cruddy, but I'll throw that throw that up on sometime and finding revolutionary war artifacts we found uh shoe buckles we found 
hat piece. We found uh, King George's. We found um, a lot of dropped round ball. So those type of experiences, reaching back and digging up history like that is phenomenal for the soul and everything that you're doing. And uh, it's fun. And it needs to be recovered because these areas, some of them were in, aren't archaeologically protected. Yeah. And not only protected, but there's not enough there, but we're covering a large area instead of watching archaeologists walk around doing a bucket test. We're out finding things that may never, ever been found. And unfortunately, with the chemicals and everything, they're slowly deteriorating with age and that action on them to where they won't be there buttons i literally have had civil war buttons in my hand i had a confederate states button two guys with me and watch it literally crumple sitting in my hand it was so thin i've had the same thing happen with like the early date indians like you know you dig a fatty or or even a 65 and watch the date just disappear after you get it out of the ground Right, right. And Frank says he's surprised I made it out of Germantown alive. We were north of there where they were gathering for the attack. And it was a Lutheran church, which owned a lot of property. And a friend of mine out there set this up and we went out there and it is registered. The house on the property, which still stands was the headquarters for Washington. And we hunted the 10, 11 acres of open ground around it. It was phenomenal. We only got a hunt of two and a half, three days. But the priest of the Lutheran church allowed us, he said, you need to go over to the cemetery across the street. He said, go ahead and detect it. It's closed. We own it. And I always feel bad about detecting it in a, cemetery but there were roadways through it in the middle of that uh, cemetery is a large concrete or i don't think it's concrete i think it was maybe uh granite square and engraved in that is the common burial ground of soldiers who fought and died in germantown well wow. they related to us that they thought there'd be 100 to 125 well, they brought out ground penetrating radar and they removed the covering, but they didn't dig into it. And they did the radar. They estimate now there's over a thousand of our troops and British troops buried in that common grave there. That's From the Germantown. Wow. Because That's we got else. the. That's when they got forced back across the Potomac. And the rest is history, as we like to say. Literally. Literally. That, that was a neat trip. Dave White, Frank Juarez, and myself. Unbelievable. It was it was fun. Yeah, and I, I remember when you uh, found that that ninth regiment. Uh, that's that's been a while back now, but that yeah, was yeah, that was a nice well, piece. We want to hear your stories. We want you to come on with us, right, Josh? 
Sure. And so what we're going to do, we'll give everybody a chance. And all I want you to do for tonight is type I'm in. And they're going to be watching the names. They'll take a composite of the names and we'll pick somebody. And I will send you now. I hope I've got a limited size line here. I've got a fairly nice t-shirt. S&W Shooters and Prospectors. And I've got You're not bad. Double XL, XL, and large left in stock. And I'll send you a free T-shirt once you come on and do that with us. And you're helping us, too. You're helping us with the uh, IT portion of running multiple people on at the same time, getting interviewed, and we're moving forward with that. So if you all type, I'm in. And Alan Landau did it good. If you're using a... Yeah, I just saw that. Yep. And we'll take a look at it. And Tam can random pick somebody. We'll announce it. But you don't get it until you get on with us and relate how you got into detecting, when you got into detecting, what was your first detector on and on, and what may be the best find you ever made and show them on camera for us. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing some ions. Mark Waterth. Waterth. He's in. ORH. Bill Hayes. Alan Landau. Jason, he's in. I I almost find that hard to believe that ORH says he's in. Yeah, Bill Hayes is in. So yeah, we'll send you a t-shirt for getting on with us and uh have a little fun. And uh, learn a little bit about our listeners and now the ones that are watching us. So that that's something that I threw at Josh before the show, and he liked it. So we're going to try this. And Josh and IT and us can all this on at once start doing it because I think we can actually go up, what, to two people at a time or three? Uh, actually, I want to say could probably even do as many as six, maybe eight. Tell the tales of the trip. Right. Yeah, there's there's a number of them saying they're in. And Tam's writing the uh, names down. Thank you, Tam. And she will get to set it up random and pick one person tonight out of this I'm in. And uh, we've got, uh, I didn't see an I'm in from Frank. Barb, I didn't see an I am from you. Chris Gibson's oh, in. They, Frank and Barb both jumped in there. Oh, did they? Okay. I, I yep. missed him. I'm sorry. I saw it. So, you know, this is this is bringing you guys on with us. We want you to talk to us and tell us your tales. I try to go out every summer and make some new ones. I run out of them. Right. Yeah. I mean, and good grief. As long as I've been doing this sort of thing, everybody's heard the tales. And they're 
there's a lot of experience wrapped up here. I mean, you're you're pushing over 45 years. I'm pushing over 30. We got some time in there and we got some tales that probably haven't been told and never will be told. But then we got Mm -hmm. the one we can tell. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. I know I've got a few that can't be told, but uh, I mean, which obviously you've seen pictures of some of those, but not can't really put them out on the air. (laughs) Barb's got 10 years in. Man. There's got, I know there's tales in there. I've heard some of them. But we want to, to do a little show and tell for us. Show us what you got. What you right. found, how you found it. Yeah. What you found, how you found it, when you found it, where you found it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're the star of that night. You get on, you do it. We We want to hear from you. So right. Pretty good. Uh, it's, it's just a uh, platform for, for you to tell your story. That's right. Keep it interesting. Right. right. Keeps everybody on their toes a little bit. That's right. So we're, we're all kind of shut in except Frank. He got 81 degrees today. But two days ago, he was crying because it was like 50. So, what the heck? Melissa Weir is in. Yep. Melissa's in there. Good. Nice. Yeah, Frank's Frank's getting some decent weather down there. Actually, I was working on a little project for Frank today. I got to get a get a package together for him and get sent down to Florida. And speaking of packages, I I think Greg got his copper meg today. Good. And That's that cool. is moving on to Florida Hunt 10. There so you go. Somebody attending Florida Hunt 10 will, uh, they may wind up with that copper meg. <laughs> Tom Kingery goes, don't pick Frank. Why? <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. I who who knows who who gets uh, who gets randomly drawn. Yep, hey Celeste, I I, too. Yep, Celeste is in there. Travis is in there. Hope Travis yeah, is feeling better. Travis. He was under the weather. Say hi to everybody. So, yeah, it it's it's tough. It's it's hard to keep track of everybody, especially the way the chats move. Wow. Yeah. Good it's, grief. It's clicking. It's yeah. clicking. So occasionally I see some of the Facebook users pop up. So I don't always see the name on that over on this side. So Right. Exactly. It's it's a little tough to follow. That's why I just kind of stick to the YouTube side. The the theme that I run on the show system it it makes everything show up simpler for me over there. And they are definitely moving in the chat. They're they're some busy people. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So we're That's gonna good. we're gonna make this your show. 
and we will ask other people to come on and uh, things like that. We want to hear from you because it's all part of the story. And occasionally we'll have some pretty good, uh, pretty good guests on too. Yeah. Everybody's got a story to tell. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you've got six months in the hobby or 60 years in the hobby. Everybody's got a story to tell. Yep. Some of them may be a little more colorful than others. Tom Sheckler's uh, in. Nay, there you go. I've got poor Tam having to check both sides of the world here. Right. She's going to have writer's cramp by the time it's all said and done going, oh, oh the things I get into. Yep. Because she had... Uh, she had no clue about this. We, we no, got I, I this kinda, right before I threw the switch. Keeps her on her toes. <laughs> That's all right, though. And the way it sounds, we've got more <laughs> gear going to Aruba. Yeah, the got a coil that went bad down there in the crew so i'm gonna to have to put a suitcase together just with extra parts pieces coils pinpointers they've ordered a bunch of stuff so i told them the price is going to be good it's the delivery fee that's going to kill them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be interesting uh but he He's still tearing it up down there. He's doing good. He's doing yeah. well. It's good to see. I, but, oh, good grief. He he has got to put in so much time. He does. That he, he might does. as well be a fish at this point. Yep. Uh, Al, I'm leaving on the 10th of February. I'll be down there for two weeks. Nice. And how you're you're leaving to come back stateside the same time that Ron and Gretchen are correct? Yes. That's so. How much time does that make for them down there? Six weeks. Six weeks. That's as long as you can stay on your travel permit and without adjusting the visa. So wow. they did it a couple weeks earlier this year. Came home, and then now they're they're uh, be a six week run for them there. Wow. That's with the weather that we're dealing with around here and everything, you can't complain about that situation. Got to be in Aruba for six weeks. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm going. Oh, Look, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it because in the middle of it all, We've got what they call a drill for the NRC because we have a nuclear facility here. So you have a pre-drill, and that's the 28th of this month. And then on the 30th, no, the 30th of this month, and then on 28th of February, I got it backwards, is a full drill. And I've been through a lot of these, so... Been getting all that footwork leg laid out because our EOC in Cordova is where the main command's going to be, 
And then, of course, we've got EPRA. We've got new plant personnel, fire department personnel, city personnel. And you all have to work the problems that they throw at you. And then somewhere in the future, there'll be a recap where the NRC says, well, this is what you should have done beyond what you did. And you look at them and go, okay, tell us. Hmm. So, yeah, that's a lot of work. So everybody, everybody kind of gets to say what they would do, and then everybody gets told how everybody did it wrong. Something like that. Oh. <clears throat> well, it sounds like... Uh, they have one of these every year, but not here. We have small little deals here once in a while, but this is the big one. I mean, we got federal guys coming. It's, oh, well, it is what it is. So does this fall on a regular time frame for you? Like, even though it's not every year, maybe it's every six years? Yeah. It's about every four. Okay. That, so. that sounds like that's enough to keep everybody busy. Aruba will be a nice reprieve for you. Yes, it will be. Anyway, Oro Pacifico's in the house. How about that? What's up, yes. Stevie? Welcome to Steve. They uh, they were live Monday. Ah, and it it surprised me the amount of people that stayed on after the giveaways were done. Uh, basically, just to have a little bit of a educational drill, so to speak, on. Uh, on the, the definition of different words and things of that nature. And yeah, I, I think Steve had it right. He, he, in the end of it all, Frank had done quite well. And Steve's like, well, you got to understand my granddaughter. She's 17. She's studying for this. Cause you get to study for it in two weeks. Ask her about them then and see if she remembers. Right. <laughs> oh, Shelly's in the house. How you doing? Shelly? Steve said, Oh, can you dig it? Yeah. Oh, he wants to know if his name's on the list. According oh, to for show and tell? Yeah. According to Frank, Steve's name's on a lot of lists. Uh, I have heard that. Except usually those lists consist of names, restraining orders, uh, injunctions, <laughs> things of that nature, the way they talk. Yeah, and Frank says they're in the post office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all hey. in fun. All in fun. Right. Don't, don't have to necessarily say what list it is. You can just, you know, be confident to know that you made the list. Right. Right. Nothing, no. nothing wrong with that. That's our plan. We're going to try and stick to it. So we'll try and announce a name tonight. So you got a, a week from, would it be a week from tonight we'd have them on uh, to do their show and tell, give them a little prep time? Well, I would probably have to get in touch with them and find out yeah. uh, what day or date uh, 
works best for them as far as their schedule goes. Because some people, maybe Wednesday works better than Sunday or vice versa. Okay, Steve. Read Tim's post there. You're on the list now. Oh, boy. Now you went and done it. Yep. Yeah, I'm, just glad that, uh, I'm glad that Tam can keep track of that. Yeah. Because I know for me, uh, anymore, I'm, I'm kind of a hunt and peck sort of typer. So, hey, Kendall. Doesn't, doesn't work so hot for me. Welcome to Kendall. Yeah, B made her in tonight over on YouTube. I, I try to get done what I can, though. And, yeah, you're right. Shelly's in from Can You Dig It? They're, they're, usually they're running on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Yep. We like to support our DA and Shelly and Don and all our friends yeah. out there. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly no problems doing that. Uh, I mean, I've, I've said for quite some time that we try to work with those that work with the show. I, I, I try not to expend too much energy on, on promoting things that uh, aren't reciprocated, so to speak, where I can, I can focus that energy on the folks that do reciprocate, like Can You Dig It and Detect America and things like that. It just, it seems to make the most sense, you know, uh, common courtesy kind of thing. Yep. Yes, it is. Certainly yeah. nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. And since we're talking about our, our some of our friends over on YouTube, don't forget Jersey History Hunters. As well, that's well. right. Right. Rob Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And John White. Check those guys out on YouTube. Right. Crazy yes, Spider dude. Adventures. Crazy Spider and, Adventures. And a lot of those, uh, just because I've broke away from Spreaker, I still carry all of those links that I used to carry in Spreaker. I mean, they're all right here in the YouTube description. They're... They're over on Facebook, all of that. Right. Good channels. Um, matter of fact, that another one of those channels we've got in there is Ill Digger. And uh, Quarter Hoarder. Yep. Oh, Quarter Hoarder, by all means. I'll see him over at Detecting America. Or not Detecting America. Over Detecting at the Heartland. Yep. And the boys are coming. We'll have a good time. Out in the cornfields of Iowa. Right? Yeah, right. they they always have a good time. And they, they're two super nice guys to talk to. No, Dennis, we don't need that video. He says if we give him a week, he'll have a video of his colonoscopy. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Mm, yeah, 
I, I think we're going to have to pass on that there one. Oh, Tam, you are right. Send that to Detect America. Steve will have fun with that. Right. Yep. They, I'm sure they can share clips of it. Or, or uh, Steve just recently learned how to present screens. Uh, I'm sure Steve could share up some still photos from the video. But I think, yeah, I'll leave that. I'll leave that to them. If, if they want to uh, run that on Detect America, they they can rock on with it. And yep, uh, Steve, Steve just said, send them to him. Yep, he he ain't scared. He ain't afeard of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frankie. So, anyway. That's, that's, the, that's the way it goes. So what do you got going? Well, what? I was working I was working on a project for Frank today. Uh we got into a little bit of a, a heat wave. It it broke 50 degrees here today. Well, which unfortunately meant that all the snow and ice melted and we had rain on top of that. So I had to go around and get the discharge hoses hooked back up to the sump pumps and try to pump all that water further away from the house and tried to utilize the weather to get some other things done. I, I probably should have been changing a carburetor on a snowblower, but uh, hey, maybe that's what tomorrow's for. I don't know yet. There you go. Basically, it's been four. It was 40 here today, and it's same deal. Rain, and melting, and rain, and more melting, and lots of water sitting. So, uh, but they're they're looking toward sometime next week going into fifties here, which would be a bigger mess. Yeah, and, and a little rain every day almost till then. Yeah. But at least it's not all in one shot. Okay, Barb, I'll get a hold of you on that. So, yep. She's and I think it was... A charger. And uh oh So, I've talked to her. We'll get him. That's all oh, I've no. done, Days to always get stuff for Deus. So we might as well have another day of it. Right. Oh, and Tam says tomorrow's booked already, so I guess I'll have to do a carburetor another day. Well, there you go. That's the way it goes. I always throw a lot on my plate, and, and then I make it to where there's never enough time in the day. And some days I'm not sure how I get accomplished the things that I do get accomplished. There you go. I understand. There's days I'm just kind of like passing myself on the highway. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially this time of the year, you know, people are people are preparing for tax season, and I'm preparing. I've usually got paperwork to do for treatments and things like that, and. We're 
we're getting up close to time for treatment. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully that goes all right. So, yeah, we get some people on board on there and we'll get some prizes and uh, have some fun. Right. And I've been, uh, actually, you and I had been talking uh, Sunday about the Spanish flu pandemic back in 1918. I saw that. Uh, Actually, it, it went from like 1918 to 1920. And mm -hmm. for people that missed that post, I shared a post on the Beyond Sight and Sound page. Uh, I think it was in the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group and over on Metal Detecting Central Illinois about the, uh, the whole Spanish flu pandemic that had happened. Uh, for people that didn't realize it because there were a lot of people that were surprised with the information in that article. It might be worth your yeah. time to read it. You never know what you're going to learn. I think they said they called it the purple death. Yes. Yes. And it, it yeah. was a real mess. I mean, when, when COVID hit here, that that's what they were comparing it to was the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918. Uh, I want to say we lost like something like a third of the world's population. I mean, that that's a staggering number. That was, yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever been into some of the older cemeteries and took a look at the number of children that are buried from that pandemic yeah and it's phenomenal phenomenal yep and i mean just just like any other time when when you've got different uh epidemics going on you know people that are medically compromised uh people hey. that are of older hey, age and even the young kids that's um, those are the ones that are more susceptible to stuff like that. And that's why we see, like you said, in, in the cemeteries, so many children's graves from that time period. That's <laughs> because of the Spanish flu pandemic. Yep. But yep. it, it was yep. a uh, it was an interesting read, and it's it's another one of those situations where it's always good to know your history. Never hurts to know a little bit more about your history, anyway. Right. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood, we never have to experience anything like the Spanish flu again. Right. But. Well, uh, it's it's still good to know your history. If if you don't know it, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah, um, we got uh, Rich Crookmeyer in. Hey, welcome to Rich. It's been a while since we've yeah, seen him. Uh, hopefully, he's enjoying yeah. retirement. Yeah, that's cool. because he did recently retire. Well. 
it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can remember yeah. somebody saying they couldn't wait to retire because Chuck wanted to go around and have a good time and travel and, and enjoy hunting and having fun. And it seems like that's what you're doing now. Yep. Yep. I mean, Much England, Alaska, Aruba. England. Yeah. I'm going to be heading over there this fall. Originally, it was going to be a spring, but I'm moving to the fall because they switched some guys around and asked if I changed to the fall hunt. I said, sure. So, go Well, and that's great that you're willing to be flexible with your schedule like that. And, and I'm sure that uh, Ron appreciates that, too. Yeah. So we'll go because I know some people. Uh, it's it's probably not all that easy to be flexible with their schedule like that. Where maybe for you it's a little easier. It is. You know the the, the workload or whatever. They're at work. They got that thing. Yeah, yeah, Barb. I'm retired from one company, but I still run a business, and I'm still a fire chief. So uh, I'm kind of retired, maybe, huh? I'm tired right. out of a large company that I put almost 38 years in. It's like, goodbye. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, you could say you retired from the firearms side. Yeah. But well, you retired. still wear many hats. Yeah. And that, we're moving along. That's going to end too shortly. Not shortly, but in a year, year and a half. So we'll retire out that. See me, I just, I, I went from, I guess you could say I unintentionally retired and now I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, Michael, you're right. You got to have that. And Barb, you're right too. So, but other than and that, you, well, we're we gonna pick a name tonight. I don't know if we're gonna pick a name tonight or not. It's up to uh, Tam. It's in Tam's capable hands. Right. That's that's up to Tam. She's she's entirely capable. If that's what she wants to do, then that's what we'll do. If she wants to hold it off and. And we'll have to announce it on the next stream. Then that's what we'll do too. Cause I know we've had a lot of stuff going on here lately, as far as paperwork and preparation and things of that nature that she's probably going, Oh, I don't want to write any more. Okay. Last chance type in I'm in. If you want, if you haven't already, or whatever, and, and give us a presentation of your detecting, how long you've been in it, what you use, what you like, where you go, best find, whatever you want, we'd like to have right. you your story. Yep, or stories. Yep. I mean, some people, some people have some some really good stories out there that they may not have even thought they had anything necessarily all that interesting. And, 
And then you run across people every now and then that you're going, wow, we can split this up into two or three or four shows. Right. And just for doing that with us, we'll send you a S&W t-shirt. But my biggest one is XXL, double X. I've got some large XLs, that kind of stuff. So, so the biggest is 2X. You will get a t-shirt. <laughs> But uh, and they're cotton, so when you wash them, they're 100% cotton. When you wash them, hang dry them, or you're going to go from double XL to small. Yep, yeah, so yeah, you got to be careful about how you wash them, please. And oh. let's see here, I, I saw it, but it keeps jumping around here. Uh, Okay, it looks like Tam says she's going to go and look at Facebook real quick and try to collect names if anybody had happened to say that they were in. And Richard, Richard's in. Richard's in. Richard Kirkmeyer. Michael Boyles is in. Oh, well, I know Mike Boyles has got some stories. ZB Detecting's in. And even if he doesn't have many detecting stories, he can he can make us all drool on our keyboards when he starts talking about his sausage bread. Yep. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And tonight the Facebook is listing by name in here instead of just Facebook listener. Oh, instead of Facebook user. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. Well, and, and it helps too. Cause the, um, you, you have to basically grant permission to the StreamYard app to let them show your name in the chat so that we don't see just Facebook user. Okay. So a number of people must have, uh, went and done that or figured that out or, or something like that. Hey, that's, that's great. That's great. Cause I, I do like that aspect of it where it funnels all of the comments from all of the stream destinations into one thread that we can follow. I just don't like the fact that, uh, if I mouse over it, it vanishes on me. That's the way it goes. So. And she's setting up the random name generator now, Josh. So it looks like we're we're going. So we'll see. Oh my! See who gets picked and comes on and tells us all about their detecting, and they'll get a T-shirt and um, for their efforts. Right. We'll see if the wheels don't fall off. Groundbreakers, because we'll have other people on. We'll have other people on. Right. So I guess we'll just have to tell everybody, stand by. Yep. Apparently she's... Uh, yeah, apparently she's just... Uh, she's. I guess she's going to do it up and, and we'll have a name tonight that I'm going to have to reach out to and and we'll see what what comes of that. And 
and hopefully they've got uh hopefully their the shirt size will work for them i would imagine it should be fine though oh mike brought up a good point josh he says besides your favorite find make certain to show your favorite indian head scents for barb <laughs> that's all i'm doing <laughs> yep i i guess that's kind of a prerequisite well he, he got off easy she just called him a butthead wow he did get wow. off easy nice so well, we'll have to see. Yeah, poor Barb. <laughs> and uh, let's see. The next stream, we will be announcing the winner of the Copper Meg from the uh, stream on the 17th. And somewhere in an upcoming stream, we will be announcing a silver giveaway. Do we like silver? Hi, hey, everybody. Oh, my truck. I got a silver pickup. And uh, that actually some some people have probably wondered where that went to because I was going to do that silver giveaway between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, and is that a Morgan? Well, actually, it's it's more than a Morgan. It's a Morgan. It's a Walker Half. It's a silver Washington Quarter and a silver Mercury Dime. Yeah, that's a lot of silver. Uh, it's a nice day's worth, yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, that's all courtesy of Mike Lacomet and Metal Detecting Central Illinois. So if you have not checked out Metal Detecting Central Illinois, you've got to make sure and check it out. The group is growing, and it's growing fast. Okay, Tamara announced the wheel pick Chris Gibson. Chris, you're oh. going to need to get a hold of Josh Kimmel and he'll explain the system to you. And um, right. And message me at Josh Kimmel, not beyond sight and sound. I the way Facebook has changed things, it's it's a little difficult. It, it's it's just simpler if you message me at Josh Kimmel. The message will get through, and I'll get to it right away. That's usually what people do. Okay, cool. Well, we're and looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll we'll see what date works well for him. And we'll see if we can get him on the show and he can share some of his stories. I know he, uh, recently anyway, he's probably been playing around with a Nocta legend because he was a winner of a Nocta legend on the show. Good. Well, we'll talk to him about that too. Yeah, he was, he was very happy about that one. That, that night, it was a good night for him to tune in. Good. Well, we'll we're anxious to hear from Chris when he gets set up and, see what he's got to do a little show and tell for us and have a good night talking with him. And uh, 
we're going to expand some things, and uh, some night we may have a, a group chat here, right? Yeah, it, it can be done. I mean, we can we can probably do up to eight or nine, maybe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, quite a few. I mean, wouldn't be the first time we've had that many on before. It'd be the first time for a live stream. That That sounds like a lot of coordinated chaos. Yes, it could be coordinated. It will be chaos. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's another thing I meant to mention. It it seems like everybody is definitely preferring uh, the live stream over the audio podcast side of it. I mean, both are still going right now, but I don't know. From what I'm seeing, the way things are trending, I think that uh, if it keeps up at this point, I may have to let the audio side of the podcast go to the wayside and just do the YouTube live stream. That would People work. Do seem to to enjoy it. Yes, they do. So, anyway, we've got our winner. We've got our guest winner, and it'll be a good time. And uh, I pretty much run out of things to chat about tonight. What do you say? <laughs> Other than uh, politics. Right. Steve says he has no stories. He's kind of a quiet guy. And Frank agrees. So am I. Yeah. And Tam, I right. Tam is 100% right. It's always chaos. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. She's She's got a valid point there. Uh, some nights are a little more chaotic than others. I mean, Sunday night, that was that was a lot of chaos. Yep. Hey, down east, you can call in anytime you want, buddy. That's right. It's It's been a while since we've... Uh, it's been a while since we've seen Bob around. Uh, maybe now that he's found us over here on YouTube, we may see a little more of that gentleman. Now, here's a question that popped up from G. Zog. Zag? Zag? Is the live cast available on Rumble? I have no idea. I'm not an IT guy. I don't know if it's available there. I am not streaming to Rumble. Uh, currently, we're streaming to the Beyond Sight and Sound page on Facebook, the Detect America Facebook group, and the Beyond Sight and Sound YouTube channel. And I don't know. There, there's enough activity funneling all of that into one thread of comments that I don't know that I could handle another destination. I can, I can barely handle the YouTube side. I don't know how you you're able to handle all three like that. I can, I can barely handle the YouTube side, and we've got three moderators in there. But I'd rather have them and not need them than to be the other way around. We appreciate them. Absolutely. So, well, anyway, I'm going to back out of here, Josh. I'll let you wrap it up. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. 
hopefully the weather is better at your area than it was here. And uh, we'll check in with you probably Wednesday night. And hopefully sometime here in the future, we'll have our first guest on. And uh, you can do a show and tell, okay? And uh, take care, all. Yeah, the first guest on the live stream. All right. You have a wonderful evening, Chuck. And, and we'll check back in with you again uh, Wednesday. And our boys winning back there. There you we'll go. Bye-bye. See ya. So, uh, sounds like Chris Gibson, I'll have to uh, get in contact with him and see what, uh, you know, if one day works better for him than another or anything like that. We'll have to see what happens with all of that, definitely. And like Chuck said, we, we certainly appreciate it's always nice to mention the appreciation for the mods, uh, you know, kind of giving up a little bit of their time to make sure that everything goes well in the chat. I mean, that's, we like to keep a, a fun environment for everyone. I'll put it that way. Because things can... You know, sometimes things can go south or something like that. But for the most part, everybody has been very good, uh, very well with themselves. Everybody, you know, minds their own. And and we do do what we can to keep things uh, family friendly. So with all of that, uh, Wednesday, no. Not Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah, that's what I said, Sunday. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, Sunday, we will be announcing the winner of the Copper Meg giveaway. And maybe we'll have some news on when we will have Chris on with us at that point. I don't know on on what day he may be available and we'll see what comes. Uh been working on trying to procure some some different little odds and ends prizes for this show that we can throw out here and there. Uh that's actually one of the tough parts of doing all of this is trying to find prizes and then trying to get them shipped and all that. It's, it's something else. It really is. Uh, but at least we did get, um, Greg's prize out to him and that will be making an appearance at Florida hunt 10. So if you are attending Florida hunt 10, Make sure and and let the folks know that we said hello and and we're waving a hand and and wishing everybody luck. I know that uh, it's definitely a good cause. A lot of great people there too. If you ever get the chance, the opportunity 
to try and attend Florida Hunt 10, well, any of the Florida hunts, for that matter, you should do it. Do it at least once for the experience. Uh, people have heard the different times that we've done live remotes at events and things of that nature. You guys and gals, you all see it on Facebook when people are at these events and they'll do their little go lives. Uh, Steve's real good about doing that when he's at an event. And I know he'll be at Florida Hunt 10. So who knows what you're going to see? Who knows? And there were a couple of other things I was going to cover, but I seem to have lost my notes. Hmm. Funny how that happens. Either way, we appreciate everyone for tuning in, dropping by, whether it was on Facebook, whether it's here on YouTube. Uh, if you're out there somewhere where you can get out there and hunt, get out there and hunt. Post up those photos if you can. You know how we love to see them. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Thanks for dropping by. We sure are glad you found us here tonight. Thanks for dropping by and joining in. If you like metal detecting, treasure hunting, gold prospecting, or even entertaining discussion, check us out Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, on your favorite podcast distribution services.